0: At the end of the day, a head injury affects everybody differently. 90% of concussions, you don't go unconscious. So you can get a concussion from a hit, you can get concussion from a whiplash, like all these little things that people don't think about. I'm just fortunate enough to have such a, I don't know, I guess a track record to know like more than the average person about having to, you know, deal and overcome with this.
1: What's going on, y'all? Welcome back to the Struggle to Strength Podcast, your source for real life application on how to turn your struggles into strengths in all things mind, muscle, and money. Dude, that was a good app. That was a really yeah. good app. Yeah, that was very, like very, very conversational. But um, Nick's a good dude. So yeah,
2: yeah, we got. Uh, I think we hit. We hit all of the uh, the all of the imp- important information. Like, what is a concussion? What's going on? How can you recover from it? Uh, habits that you can do, nutrition, supplements. Like, pretty much ran the gamut on the, yeah. on
1: this one. And also answered the question that I think everybody has of like, do you need to do brain games for brain health? Like, do you really need to do that? And like, what is brain health? So I feel a lot better as someone who has not been very nice to my brain for some parts of my life and who has also hit my head and you've hit your head quite a bit. Um, this made me feel a lot better, less anxious, less guilty about my brain and how I've treated it and what I'm doing to make it better. And it turns out that I'm already doing quite a few of the things that I need to. So if you're listening to this and you've hit your head or you have you know, participated with drugs and alcohol and not been so nice to your brain, um, this is a great episode for you. It'll make you feel better physically, mentally, emotionally, and also give you some really good things that you can do to continue to feel better and take good care of your brain. So um, I, I took a ton of notes. I recommend y'all probably want to have a notepad ready. There are some good recommendations here. Nick's going to send more. So um, welcome, NeuroFit Nick, my buddy Nick Krantz and uh i hope you guys enjoy this episode we'll see you inside what's your story like and how'd you get
2: up to where what you're doing now kind of okay okay hey hey guys it's me again Uh, (laughs) but yeah
0: i mean you know kind of like i grew up uh in a kind of in actually the same city i am now i grew up a skater boy i was never forced to play sports never did um but i think i look back at you know i grew up in a kind of like a secretive alcoholic home uh grew up in a white picket fence type style till my mom left when in fifth grade she turned out to be an alcoholic which then down spiraled my dad and you know my sister followed the same path and I think looking back my outlet was skateboarding you know we was able to skate in the basement because we had a basement that could fit us and we were able to skate outside that's all we did um until ninth grade came around I got tucked into playing basketball so I cut my shaggy hair um and picked up sports and uh you know, it was kind of really when I started to fall in love with training, um, you know, my dad was always jacked, but I just he never pushed me to to work out. Um, but that's when I was like, OK, if I, I run harder, you know, I, I, I can already jump good because skateboarding and um, I'm starting to see results just from just, you know, I just had this drive. And I, I think that was also where I learned that my second outlet was training. Um, so then I get talked to him playing football in my sophomore year. I'm 147 and a half pounds. Um, By my senior year, I, I'm 205 and um. I, you know, started to have some D1 offers and then going into my senior year, I get a call from the stork, um, who in saying that I was going to be a dad within nine months. And so my life, life came fast. Um, and so I ended up, uh, decommitting from a a school that I thought was close enough. Um, and then I just went to a D2 school that was nine minutes down the road, um, because I chose, I wanted to choose family over, um, football. And, uh, you know, that's kind of when my, my head, head injury started, um, because, you know, I. Like, like we just talked about. I mean, they weren't talked about much then. Um, but, you know, my freshman year, I tore my groin, you know, rehab, come back. Following year, I tore my left labrum, rehab, come back. So I was always into that resiliency mode of like, you know, I need to find a way to get back, crawling, really doing anything I can because I had a, a young kid to take care of. And, and you're not thinking in the future, I just want to play football forever. Um, and so, you know, going into my junior year, uh, you know, I'm, you know, projected to be all conference. And, you know, all this is in my head. So I'm like, okay, I got to keep playing. Um, And so I go into practice. This is where my downfall happens, going to practice um, during the week on a Tuesday. And I, I, this is during scout team, kid catches the ball, whistle blows. So I stop, but the kid keeps running at me, just a freshman kid. And, you know, I I just put my head down, absorb it all. He falls, I stand up. And the first time I saw like purple, I'm like, go to sideline. I'm like, yo, uh, like, coach, man, I think I'm seeing purple. He's like, no, Grant, you good, man. And so, what do you do? You say, yeah, I am good because you know you're putting the team first. I need to play. Like, and so, you know, two days later, we go up to um, Michigan Tech, which is in the Upper Peninsula. So it was a 14-hour bus trip. So my body is just depleted. Uh, you know, about as <laughs> about as tired as you can get. And so, get up to a game, and um, you know, I just can't get pumped up. I'm like, I don't know what's going on. Like, I'm just not excited. I'm just a zombie. I'm like, go team. Here we go. And uh, you know, I had three huge hits on a seventeen play drive, and I, I was the only one that didn't get subbed out, but I'm like, I think I can't see. And then on the last play of the on on the um on the drive, they score, and you see everybody going right, and i I just collapse left. But I just get up and go back to the sideline. And the only person was there, you know, I I go to sit on a bench you know. my buddy sit and he's like, you know, I just remember somebody saying like, all right, Krantz going back in. And I'm like, I just need a break. I just can't see. And, uh, you know, that's when my buddy pulled me aside. And like, we just started, I just, I don't know what happened, but I just remember being in a field uh, for like the rest of the game. Um, And uh, that's, that was really the last game I played. But the thing is, it took me about nine months to recover. um, And that was called second impact syndrome, having two big hits back-to-back and basically spiking your levels of, you know, the neuroinflammation, the toxins going inside your body um, is really what was my downfall because, you know, you, you could have taken time to step back, recharge and maybe played again in two weeks Um, but it's okay that's that's part of this is part of my story um and so that really what ended my career um but I was always known as coach coach Nick or coach Krantz because whether I was hurt injured high school or college I was always still there so that's really why I fell in love with coaching I ended up coaching there like officially for two years um and then I just got a job at the juvenile jail that I've been working at um because you know as a young father I need to pay the bills and uh football was no longer in the picture so i'm working there as time went on i'm like you know i'm just gonna i've always been been obsessed with nutrition and training so i'm just going to get a nutrition certification and I, I i go ahead and get one and then i'm like okay now where are these clients like how what what do i do like it's just a piece of paper <laughs> they just said like, congrats <laughs> um so i started working at this gym local gym uh specialized in um in sports performance and athletes so i you know i, I love that and started working gem pop gem pop clients and really started my just like building my online platform in 2018. And, you know, I kind of realized like, wow, I could, you know, impact more than just this local area right here in Cleveland. And so I started to just connect and learn and um, you know, really learn from Jordan's side at first and and just learning how to kind of grow an audience and then build it and then just try and impact as many as I could. And so 2019, I started uh taking my, my business online. And, you know, by midsummer, I was full time. I was like, this is awesome. And then December seven, two 2019, I had my second traumatic brain injury. And um, I think that's when the wheels kind of fell off big time. Cause I just thought, you know, I've been through it. I could do this. It wasn't one of those things where it's like, you know, I was in a car accident and I was in a coma. Like at that point it was my 16th concussion and it was my second major one. And I just, I didn't want to tell many people because I I had just kind of had my business. And so I wanted to pretend like everything was okay, but I, as time started to kind of unravel, it wasn't, um, you know, I I can kind of go more in depth, but like the last three and a half years, it felt like really a decade. Um, and to be sitting here, like happy, feeling good, um, not my eyes aren't hurting, not like thinking about my health. Um, you know, I'd say three months ago, it, we'd have a different story, uh, it'd be up and down. But right now, like I've come a long way to be sitting here and chatting with you guys and feeling real good um, and confident, not just being optimistic and confident, um, from everything that just kind of surfaced throughout my health over the last couple of years. Mm -hmm.
2: Yeah. Also like, that's one of the first questions I was going to ask too, is like, from your experience, was it one big, like one big concussion or was it, you know, um, a lot of kind of steady, smaller ones. Cause that's for like, you know, my experience playing football, it was like, I feel like I was getting like I, back then I felt Like in my gut, like I was getting concussions every time, every practice, every game, you know what I'm saying? But then the information that was being told to me was different. It was like, no, 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 you're, you're fine. So, but I did totally in my gut. I was like, this feels whack. And which is, you know, that's why I eventually like stopped because I was, but um, yeah. And so, yeah, I I think it's kind of important to identify that or um, describe you know, what actually is a concussion? Cause I think a lot of people are thinking car accident, unconscious, like brain full on brain damage, but that's not necessarily the case. Yeah. And I
0: think the more I've learned and talked to others, like at the end of the day, a head injury affects everybody differently. Um, But everybody's like, well, you know, is it classified as this? Is it classified as that? You know, a head injury is a major injury. It's not something you could see. It's something that is underneath the surface. And uh, 90% of concussions, you don't go unconscious. so you can get a concussion from a hit you can get a concussion from whip, a whiplash like all these little things that people don't think about um and i'm just fortunate enough to have such a i don't know i guess a track record to know like more than the average person about having to you know deal and overcome with this um and so like you know in my situation there was the really the two major ones that were back to back in college but over the years all the ones that kind of stacked up like working at the juvenile jail it was never a kid or anything it was always just a dumb thing like i tackled the kid into a wall that hurt. The cement walls are hurt. I had, you know, a staff's elbow hit me in the head. That hurts, and it, you know, it, it feels like, you know, you you just feel like, almost like disassociated from your body. Like you feel very very drunk. You feel very just like uh, just spacey. Like it kind of really affects everybody else, but differently. But like you still feel that same kind of feeling. And it was not until like 2019 that I I felt like like Space Jam. Like my soul was sucked out of me. Like it was something was way off. Um, but I, you know, at the, at the end of the day, like I still had to pretend like I and just basically, like I said, how my track record was like, I thought I could take care of it, it wasn't like I went to the hospital right away, I need every, I need everybody to like, take care of me like I just was like, I'm just gonna try and figure this out. And I that's where it kind of failed me. Um, but when it comes to that, like it I said, like, if you are having symptoms after, you know, two to weeks, like, it's time to probably get checked in, I think three months now constitutes uh they change it to persistent concussion syndrome instead of post-concussion syndrome whatever pcs um and then if it's years like how i was like yeah um they kind of lose hope and faith in you
1: after a while Man, that's wild so so i imagine the more times we hit our head the more susceptible we are to experiencing those more severe symptoms right yeah so <clears throat> Like all of us here, it sounds like, and maybe this is just the way the world is. I always felt like I hit my head a lot uh, compared to my peers. And maybe that's just the way the world is. Like if you played sports growing up, you hit your head a lot. Mm -hmm. Um, But as we get older, and this is kind of what started was the catalyst for this conversation and, and reaching out to you, is as we get older, it feels like we are more susceptible to more serious repercussions from hitting our head from brain injuries and so travis was talking to me he had hit his head a few weeks ago um and or maybe it was like a month ago or something and yeah it was like a month or two month and a half a yeah i remember ago you reaching out yeah. Yeah. yeah and and travis had noticed and i agreed with him he's like man i feel like i don't recover like i used to like if i hit my head like i it, it lasts longer and i i completely agree and i've I've experienced head injuries, both from, um, you know, like actually falling and hitting my head or man, I, I like almost knocked myself out on a hack squat one time. Um,
0: <laughs>
1: dude, that was wild. Cause it felt like someone hit me in the head with a baseball bat. Yeah. But, um, and I still don't quite know what it was, but, um, as we're getting older, it seems like it's harder to recover. So do you notice the same thing or is it as we hit our heads more? Is it like an age thing or is it how many times we've hit our head thing?
0: I mean, it's a combination of definitely both. Um, okay. I mean, one, I think the major factor is definitely how many times, because at the end of the day, that that adds up. Um yeah. Like, okay. especially over time, like trying to heal and recover with, you know, my two younger kids, like, and them bumping me and stuff. Like, and all the, you know, basically what, you know, c- came to light was like I had an, an infection right where my injury was, Um, you know, on the top of your brain is a, something called the meninges. And that's right where an infection had occurred, had stayed for over, you know, almost two years on, un, undiagnosed. And, you know, it, that, that was, you know, not to mention like all the GI issues I had from, you know, the toxins going back and forth on that constant, uh, you know, highway back and forth. But, you know, the more, you know, I kept hitting my head, like that's just more toxins and inflammation that are just surfacing, um, and so if, if there's, you know, high levels of inflammation that stay in your brain, those neurons aren't going to be able to get revived over time. Like basically when you have maybe one, like, like you said, like one later in life, all of a sudden so that, you know, something severe change your life, having a concussion, you can really reset your your building blocks like you're not you're not done and dead for like you can you know start to learn more about your your diet about recovery about taking time to you know get extra movement in you got to go to physical therapy stuff like that but if you've had so much damage done to your brain over time like it it takes a lot more effort and a lot more understanding of how to kind of rebuild um what's going on inside because sometimes like i said it's there's some of the neurons aren't going to be able to fire back up like they're they've been just basically poisoned and toxin to, to death to regenerate Um, so that's why it's like even important now, like, you know, I, I see, you know, a lot of the coaches and stuff saying like, oh, it doesn't matter, you know, seed oils and, you know, all these toxins and flames. Like I get that for like the general population, but I have to be so cautious, like every food and every substance that goes into my body around it, because it can either affect my brain or not? Like yeah. it, it, basically the easiest question now is like, is this good for our brain? Yes or no. Okay. Easy, easy. I'm going, I'm going yes or no. It's just that much yeah. easier for me to, to kind of understand. Um, and people really don't understand and think about how important their brain health is until, you know, it's the last thing that you need to really get your health back.
1: Yeah. I feel like you take it for granted a lot. Uh, a lot of people take a lot of their bodily functions for granted, Amen. especially the brain.
2: Yeah. Because so is there, is there a number like, cause you know, I, I, I you 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 just there's just so much like it to me, it seems like the answer would be no, it's probably different for everybody. And there's so many different factors. But like, you know, you hear different things like I've been told like, well, if you have four, four concussions, you have permanent brain damage, whatever, there's all kinds of different like things that people like to, to say, and like, I've had like, Mm -hmm. probably 10. Um, So it's like, you hear shit, like, I just want to be very clear about that. Cause like you hear stuff like that. And then it it adds on, like, if you do have like a brain injury, like the, the first thing, like, uh, you know, any, any concussion where you're like having like the symptoms, one of the first things that I notice is, is like a level, a new level of like depression and a feeling of kind of like hopelessness. Which I think then is compounded if you feel like, well, now I'm fucked for life. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, dude, th- that's an X. Ex- then that's that's the worst thing. Like, if you are, if you're, if you're experiencing something where you're now physically more prone to like a feeling of depression and and hopelessness, and then information is telling you you're fucked for life. That's like the worst thing that you can hear. You know what yeah. I mean? So, is there like a number or like what's the kind of threshold? I guess.
0: Yeah. I mean, I, I wouldn't say I'm a doctor in that sense, like to say that, but once again, like it's all different. I know that from thinking back, like it was like three and you're done, like, you know, when Mm -hmm. people would say like, dude, it's definitely three. But then again, like (laughs) when you, when you're told this information, like what, who, who's telling you and what are, what are their like protocols they're trying to give you? I think I look back and I was never told about nutrition. I was never told about how, how to optimize sleep. I was never told, um, you You know, maybe exercise I need to do to kind of restart my nervous system to really, you know, build back up that resiliency. There's so many people and and information I had to freaking do on my own while I was so sick to like just get my life back. The average person, I'm like I said, I'm lucky to be in the field where I'm like I know a little bit more about nutrition and training than the average um, person that just has a head injury. Um, I couldn't imagine trying to sift through all this information because when a specialist, you know, I think back to the first group of medical team that I had. They said you know at the end of my second stint of therapy um basically said you know i just think it's all in your head i think you just need to continue to see your you know psychiatrist and you know maybe we'll see you again in six months and basically shoot God. you off but and could you imagine being somebody that's like a general not general pop but like you know somebody's first injury and like that's what they're told after they you know just basically treated one symptom but you know i had all these questions that i was learning about how it impacts your gut how it impacts you know other other just. All these questions i had they thought i was like trying to show them up i'm like yo i just want my life back i don't have yeah, a lawsuit i'm trying guy. to win i'm not faking this you just put you get put placed in this box and and as you would know like being uh you know snowboard and skater like i can and being an athlete i can do your little one a foot stand uh hold for whether how drunk i feel or yeah. not. <laughs> like, this is, i'm not i'm not stanley that's 58 that just fell like i'm i'm 30 at the time like i can do all this stuff as drunk as i am right now like and so you get you get placed in this box and like basically you're in this algorithm okay you have depression you have this you have this try this medicine awesome doesn't work you know like so you're basically like it's you know kind of to rebound your question like it's just all different and it's there is you know it's really just body dependent i mean there's some times when you have to pull out sooner um I'm a, I'm a father of three, so I, I apologize for saying that. Uh, but <laughs> a, uh, you know, it's it's you really just know like your your brain is very capable of healing, um, but there's just so much that goes into it. Um, if you have to get put in that situation, I just mm-hmm. wouldn't put my eggs all in one basket of a a doctor or specialist that's highly reg- highly regarded to be able to handle your life, because at the end of the day, you are full control of healing your own body um, with all the information that you have and tools.
1: Yeah, that's. <clears throat> that's one of the things i'm really fascinated about um your work is the type of like physical therapy as you call it which is when people think of physical therapy they don't think of your brain people typically don't think you can do physical therapy for your brain isn't that just like math or whatever like so (laughs) so what if if we hit our head what is the type of protocol that we should be following in your opinion and then for those of us who have hit our head or like have done damage to our brain in some way whether it's injury drugs and alcohol like whatever it is if we want to sustain optimal brain health for a longer period of time it's something that I definitely have an anxiety about Um, what should we do like how how do we do that
0: yeah and and I think I think it's being more talked about, like mainstream now like brain health is sexy but like what is brain health you know like yeah exactly like, but people know like okay well if i wake up feeling foggy or if like i went out drinking like yeah you know what bad like that that fog is like that's your brain saying like dang what the hell was that like yeah. like one one night of bad sleep is like you feel awful um yeah. i think looking back i i i mean at the end of the day if you do hit your head like going anti-inflammatory diet is huge because you know, people immediately want to be like, oh, I just need some comfort food. I don't feel well. Like I'll just t- eat some Oreos and you know, basically just feeding your inflammation that's yeah. the fire inside of your brain. So, you know, your brain and your gut are intimately connected. So when you think like, man, I'm feeling nervous. Okay, you feel that you're in your gut. Okay. Like I'm feeling stress. I'm feeling air. You could feel that feeling in your gut. Like, so it's not, it's not just some woo-woo thing, like it's literally there. Um and so like eating anti-inflammatory foods, making sure that you're getting any type of fish, like, you know, I, it's not everybody likes fish. Yeah, you might have to season it up, but you need to make sure you're eating fish at least two to three times a week, um, you know, and talk about physical therapy. Like, you know, that's this is something I have to do almost every day for for the rest of my life if I want to make sure that my eyes are are working um and balanced, um so you know when you think of physical therapy you think of um a lot of eye movements you know your your retina is is the only thing outside of your body that has brain neurons in it like your brain and your eyes relay the message back to your brain of what is so like when you do have a head injury your eyes are usually the first to go which is why I have to wear these freaking glasses now because my my vision is atrocious um and so you know and then like even talking about like nutrition in general and just personal training the foundations are everything so i think if you can have a basis of you know making sure you get enough hydration and water um electrolytes are also key making sure that sleep is absolutely a pillar and a foundation of your health Uh, i think it's often overlooked and especially a lot of the younger generation like yeah, we've all been there. I want to go out and want to grind all day, you know, got your business, got your clients, got you, you want your girlfriend, you got, you know, all this. And it's like, Hey, you're, you're missing out on if you talk to any of the highest performers, like sleep is their safeguard. Like you need to have a structured routine. Um, And all the woo woo stuff that really, you know, looking back, you know, you told me four years ago, like I'd start meditation or I'd, I'd I'd be out in nature and grounding. Like I would have been like, dude, okay, okay. (laughs) But like now it's like, you know, thinking just like, you know, reading the literature and just like, like, dude, I I was willing to do anything to to get an ounce. Like, I don't even care if it moves the needle 0.08%. Like I want, I was going to yeah. do it because I needed it. Um, And yeah. so like, you know, when it comes to meditation, all, all meditation simply means is to become familiar with. And so that just means being your thoughts. So if I was already thinking like I was going to feel sick that day, and my body was already looking for, you know, that that fog, that pain, that depression, it was going to feed it because it knew the feeling. And so um, it's not until you're able to kind of detach away from that feeling of just the constant pain and suffering that you're able to just be like, I'm not going to future project. I'm not going to send inflammatory signals to myself because I'm already going to feel like, or I got hit by my kid. Like you can already make it worse by your response in general. Um, mm-hmm. And so I really had to slow time down. And so that was the only way to do it. Um, and so I was just reading Joe, Joe Dispenza and like, he's like, okay, he's been through a TBI before and just... I'm like I'm willing to do whatever, and so the woo woo worked for me. Um, I'm not saying it's for everybody, but you know, there's a lot of people that are like, dude, I'm too. I think about like my friends, like, yeah, okay, bro, like, no, it, it wouldn't do <laughs> it. But like, it's not until you're in a situation that
2: you're willing to do it, whatever it takes. Yeah, um, let's, let's look. Like, get him. Uh, yeah. Ahead. Well, yeah, I'd love to define like some of those things like, you know, so not necessarily like right after injury, like how to recover, but just day to day how to maintain good brain health. Like, what are your favorite um, kind of habits? Like you mentioned meditation, stuff like that. And then um, what is your favorite like diet as in foods to eat foods not to eat? And then mm, what, yeah. if any supplements do you you, you utilize? Yeah,
0: definitely. Um, well, I have my, my duffel bag full of my pharmacy.
1: Um, I was going to say, you said duffel bag and I was like, yeah, that resonates with me. Yeah. yeah. I take like a lot of pills.
0: I just, carry, I just carry it wherever I go. Honestly, yeah. uh, especially when I was I sick, I bring it everywhere.
1: I use a tack box. Yeah. Okay. Like a fishing tack box. And yeah. I just open that up because the ones that you get from Walgreens, the, the cute little ones that are like yeah. Sunday through the, the week of like Sunday through Sunday. I'm <laughs> like, Oh, fit. that's cute. That's, yeah. that's, that's, so I can, so I can put half of my morning in that.
0: <laughs> yeah. My wife got me those and I'm like, uh i'm like this, this, this these aren't fitting like thanks <laughs> but like dude they're not fitting so it's just like well, i'll just put you know, some in this side and yeah. on. like it's divided by throughout the day um but definitely like i said as soon as I, as soon as i wake up like one of the big things no-no is like checking the phone i mean that immediately takes you out of your ability to kind of reprogram your subconscious, like even getting back to like yeah. talking about, you know, by the time you're 35, basically who you are, what you think, act, react, respond is already built into your supercomputer. That is your brain. So if, if you ever want to, you know, really be conscious and change what it is you want to do, you want to get healthy, you want to change your lifestyle habits. It starts by being able to be <laughs> conscious, but 95% of who you are is stored in your subconscious. So how, how the heck can you tackle the 5%? And that starts with, right away. And that starts with visual visual, visualization. See, obviously, I'm still going to speech therapy. Um, And, uh, you know, not check the phone right away. Wow, super simple. Um, And so right then and there, it's when hydration starts, you know, 10 to 10 to 20 ounces of water, um, along with LMNT, you don't have to get electrolytes, but you just, you know, add some sea salt in your water. And it's might not taste good at the beginning, but you know, purpose over pleasure sometimes you got to do what you got to do um and now that the sun's you know coming out a little bit i'm making sure that i'm I'm getting outside to kind of reset my circadian rhythm and then just getting out in in nature and just being out quiet um birds are chirping i like the little things again you know in life um Mm -hmm. but you know as i as i think about as as the day goes like just being present and having um know kind of not disorganized because if you're able to meditate in the morning and basically compartmentalize all the the thoughts that are coming like you know at the end of the day your thoughts aren't who who you are like you don't have to attach to anything but being able to step back and watch them kind of go across and be like okay that one just popped i didn't need to you know show any sign of that like but that's what it is for the morning like you allow yourself to kind of set yourself up for success that day by slowing it down so that by the time you know, the the day speeds up that you're not, you don't feel like you're crawling from behind. Um, Mm -hmm. And that's what really what meditation does. And so like, you know, daily walks is awesome, you know, that always helped me. Um, But you know, for anybody that just wants to get, um, you know, extra steps in wants to get blood flow to the brain, what's good for the brain is good for the heart. So getting your steps in and also just getting outside, you don't need to bring headphones, you can just go out and just, you know, just be. Um, And that's that's, the best
1: way to do it, in my opinion. It's Yeah,
0: (laughs) that's where a lot of creative energy comes from. And just like, you know, everybody thinks like, I need to be distracted. Like, okay. Like, what are you distracting yourself from? What are you hiding from? Like, yeah. just sit with yourself. I dare you. For breathe a and walk. That's a, a lot You'll of, feel so much better. You know, the new clients, I'm like, dude, you know, you might not have meditated before. It's okay. Just sit down for one minute. I dare you. Just sit there and be with yourself. Like, what mm-hmm. is it that you're hiding from? What, what, what's, you know, feelings, emotions are starting to come up that you're like, you know, like, what is something you need to do? What is something you've been holding back? What is something you wanted? Like, just sit there and be, um, but then you know coming full circle like you know really the diet that i followed at first was AIP it was an autoimmune paleo diet um but really like i said it's just the foundation like just give me the you know good for your brain get your eggs get your you know grass fed beef get your chicken um you know uh, you know fish i know a lot of people have there are things with fish but like try and cook it a different way you know it doesn't have to be like literally no seasoning like nobody's gonna go out i love know, fish liver king's gonna go out yeah, to, yeah. to the pond and go ahead and <laughs> it. like,
2: dude sit that's
0: awesome um, i'm sure your kids are loving every bit of that man so it's like no you can go ahead and spice up your salmon with some you know pineapple sauce like there's so many different recipes out there mm-hmm. um but for me when it comes to like you know your, your carbs like it's 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 oatmeal sweet potatoes um white rice I, I just keep it super simple um you know i i of course i do there's some gluten-free mint oreos that just hit the shelves at Aldi, so i, I snag those um but I, I do know like if if when i was super sick and and really uh having issues with inflammation i know that uh the next day would be like i was hungover. so now it's just being cautious um but you know it and then you know when it comes to like veggies like yeah you need to eat your veggies you're just not you're not a child like eat your veggies um, but <laughs> yeah. like you know i know a lot of people definitely don't get enough omega-3s in so that's why it's it's always good yeah. to supplement with omega-3s there's a lot of new research with creatine being um mm-hmm. obviously not a steroid it's not it's not gonna you know make you lose your hair um i promise i'm not bald i still have some i just I like the buzz cut um that uh that there's so much cognitive benefits that they're like, they started giving it to people in nursing home a couple of years ago that all of a sudden like, Oh, wow, this is actually good for freaking everything. So you <laughs> know that's why I, I, you know, I put, put my 14 year old on it for other obvious like sports performance, but like, there's so, like, I I can tell his mom, like, 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 yo, this is like, not like thinking about me back in high school, like trying to take whatever, you know, like this is actually, you know, backed by science now. So don't, it's not, you're not gonna, he's not gonna <laughs> like have void rage or something. Um, <laughs> You know, but there's like c- caffeine. I mean, I, I just take caffeine tablets. Um, I was always nervous, you know, kind of putting anything in my body. So I just I just take it down the hatch. 200 milligrams. Um, well, it's more like 400, 600 now. Um, because they put me on Adderall right away after my injury. So they were basically just trying to drug me alive that to show the world that I was okay. And um, uh, so now I'm like down to like three milligrams. I was, I was up to like 60 to 80. And just my nervous system was of really Adderall. screaming for help. Um, yeah. There was a lot of reasons why I was like, damn. Just, I mean, you you have an injury, your nervous system's already dysregulated to begin with, and so when you add that literal street drug of meth, like, yeah, I mean, yeah. Of course, I I, I liked it because it helped me just feel alive. But in the long like scheme of things, like it was so bad. Um, and so yeah. I. I literally, I'm, I'm down to like pebbles. I'm like, I just want to just get off of it. Like, and so like, um, I really had to do like a, almost like a whole rehaul of, um, supplements to like basically reuptake my dopamine sensors to begin with. Mm-hmm. Um, and so like, if, if I were to say staples, I mean, it's like fish oil, creatine, uh, caffeine. I mean, obviously caffeine has its own benefits to begin with uh, in general for your brain. um there's something called ginkgo biloba it helps with blood flow to the yeah, brain as yeah. well like it's 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 really you can find it anywhere um but i think that's that's really good um as i even yeah. think i want to look in my book bag Be like one of the i know one of the subs that i definitely will continue to always have is my neuroflam it's like neuroinflammation supplement but the one that i just started taking was the nad plus nose spray that um i would say is what radically changed my healing over the, for the last two months um because, you know, I could, I could, you can take all the supplements you want. You could, you could eat all the healthy food, but if your gut is in disarray and it has to go back down your stomach, back up into your head, um, it's never going to be able to make it. So like, Mm -hmm. that's why all of a sudden I started taking this NAD spray and it just went straight to my nose, to my brain and really started to regenerate certain cells, started to just clear up the inflammation. And within, I noticed within two days, like, I was like, dude, am I me? Wow. I "I think I'm me. And so I'm like, I'm not going to like, you know, I've had this optimism before, like I've had a week that I'm good. And next thing you know, like a month later, I'm like, dude, I, am me. Like, and so now it's been two months. Um, and like, you know, I said three months ago at Christmas, like I was throwing up because I was overstimulated and you know, my family was in town and it's embarrassing. You know, you're a man that looks super healthy and you're about as sick as it could be. Um, and it's like, to be able to show up again and provide and just be yourself. Like, dude, I, it's, um, it's just, it's incredible.
1: Yeah. That's what's that's the, what,
0: what's the ned spray? ned plus nasal spray. Um, I just ordered like two of them. They're on back order from, uh, Impow- I could send you the
2: direct link. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is there another way of taking it besides nasal spray? Cause I can't like put anything up my nose. <laughs> there is like, there's, there's, um, intermuscular
0: injections. And then there's also like tablets um, I did buy some off. uh I could send that to you. It's like I saw this as a while well, I waited for this nas- nasal spray that's supposed to be like ten to fourteen days on return. Like I've been waiting um pretty patiently. It's in it's in Texas, so I might send you over there, Josh, to be like, "Yo, yeah. <laughs> get the nasal spray up, up to Cleveland." <laughs> um, but you know, because I'm like, I don't know how. I haven't got my gut tested, so I'm like I know that I'm I'm feeling better. I can start to absorb more food, and I'm I'm not feeling like not having this nose drip randomly after eating certain things. Like I'm feeling better, so it's like I could tell a difference if I'm taking a tablet. But I know like the the nasal spray just it bypasses the digestion, it just goes straight there. Mm-hmm. So um, I'll
2: definitely send you. Yeah, I have like a deviated stuff. septum, and like it's been like a several month process of figuring out how to like get my nose to be more clear but like a big thing is like do not use nasal spray for me personally it's like <clears throat> it, it spirals and eventually like it'll be like hard to breathe when i'm sleeping and it fucks my sleep up and it's yeah it's been like a whole thing so yeah, so that, that's would, also would something cool. can definitely
0: influence your 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 brain health is just being a mouth breather because yeah, my dad deviated septum septum and Ooh. i was starting to think that i did because i'm like my left nose i'm like so I, I I actually just had this up like this course of like how to breathe better for deviated septums. septums. I'm about to I'm about to send it to you um, <laughs> because like <laughs> yeah. dude, it was like he was telling me all about this you know because if I'm still waking up and I have this you know like uh, basically your 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 drainage system is here and here yeah. and here like if it's blocked up and backed up like you need to make sure you're massaging it. That's yeah. why you know I jump on the trampoline ah. feeling super inflammation like super I, I didn't love. have my stuff.
2: Like, dude, like there's so many different things to do. And, um, I use a you- Ned, N- Neil, Neil Medi, that thing. Yeah. yeah. Um, It's like, uh, it's kind of like a neti pot, but you know, you blast like, um, water with these like, uh, little so- like salt packet type things, like up your nose and it clear clears it out. Mm-hmm. Um, that's been the big thing for me. I'm my, like, I'm blessed to not be a mouth breather, I guess, but. I'm so far not a mouth breather that I like, can't, I cannot physically fall asleep if I'm breathing through my mouth. Yeah. So what happens is if mm-hmm. my nose is plugged at all, I'm just totally screwed. Like, yeah. So um, yeah. And started using like these different nasal sprays and stuff and that made it worse. Like Colorado at elevation, yeah. the air's really, really dry. You're at elevation. You're, you know, it's your nose gets very sensitive to things. Um, but using that, that um you know, salt, basically like rinse, I do first thing in the morning and right before bed, and then just being careful not to like, you know, put anything up my nose, uh, yeah. then uh, it's over a few months, it's it's cleared up for a lot, it's you know, good. it's not amazing, but it's like, I'm not getting like nosebleeds anymore. I'm able to sleep well, which is fucking awesome. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Don't do drugs. Yeah. Don't do drugs, kid.
2: Don't I do drugs, kid.
0: Don't do drugs. do not put anything up my nose, guys. Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I, I would definitely be interested in, in in learning a little bit more about that as well, because, yeah, it, 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 I think what we're getting at here is like everything is connected, like everything that affects your body, affects your brain, affects your gut. It's all connected. Um, I think one of the last questions I had for you was regarding just like general brain exercise and health. I hear, you know, having hit my head several times and not been very nice to my brain for a portion of my life. um you know, I watch my grandparents, they always do crossword puzzles, my parents do Sudoku, like there are, I remember when brain games were like a big thing on your cell phone mm-hmm. um, to enhance your memory and improve cognitive function. Do you regularly practice anything like that? Or is your brain exercise more related to connecting your brain to your body?
0: Yes and no. I think there is a lot of like when people think like, oh, I need to do like crosswords and stuff for brain, you know, brain health. Like that's like a very small aspect. That's, definitely when you get older, like, yeah, but like the underlying things of like actually keeping your brain in an optimal shape of like having, having a purpose in life, surrounding yourself with people that fill you up instead of take you down, mm-hmm. um, being able to get out in nature, like all these different things have so much of a, a monumental impact on your uh, and shift in your brain, um, but like when it comes to like the brain games, like that's one small aspect. Like learning new material, learning a new instrument, learning a, a yeah, new language—all yeah. those things that require you to go outside of your um, ba- basically like quote-unquote norm. All of a sudden, now I'm shifting in in. A, basically grabbing and building new neurons inside of my brain because I'm learning this new information, which now trans, like it, it extends into other areas of my life just because I'm learning something new. Um, But, you know, if you don't ne- learn anything, if you don't retain that information and review it in 48 hours, it's going to be gone. So I think the little things of like learning something new, that's like, okay, I'm going to go learn about, you know, German business because, you know, it's something new and something different. Um, it doesn't mean like, that, you know, we can use it to a apply in different ways um but you know brain games is something that has always been there as like the the thing um but i think like always make sure you're doing something new learning something new uh, using your instrument um i think I, i grew up in playing orchestra and i played the drums um so you're always learning how to not multitask but use different parts of your brain while reading and learning new things um yeah. So I don't I don't want you to think like
2: you need to go to your, your grandparents' house and be like, okay, let's let's
0: break out the Sudoku. That, this
2: is that is something I wanted to ask too um before before we ended the call, because it's like I feel like the three of us are in a in a similar situation where we have careers, like we're all entrepreneurs, we have careers where we are always learning. So like I have a video production company videography is something that, you know, probably takes 20, 30, 40 years to master. And then technology is always changing. So it's like maybe never you never really master it. Um, So, you know, I'm like, if I'm going to continue this as my career, I'm always learning. I'm like, I'm constantly like learning new things. And that's Mm -hmm. what I was wondering is like, if you set your life up in that way, is that the same as like, you know, doing brain games? And it seems like, yeah, the answer would be yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yes. And but also having a purpose
0: and having uh yeah. like the connection and community i think when you know i think about when my grandparents well the one side that were put in a nursing home like they would continue to get their cup filled like you know if me and my my kids and my wife would show up but when you know they're pulled out and they're kind of isolated and then they don't have you know like like friends or whatever's going on in there all of a sudden you die a lot faster same thing yeah. that happened over the last couple of years like when people yeah. get isolated things start to you know it wasn't just like psychological, it's also the physiological effect that it has, you know, on yourself, um, and that all stems from what's going on in between your ears. So it's like having the purpose, having that con- connection and community, um, you know, even that community can be in your own home, but that's what's going to ultimately make you you know, live longer um, and, and continue to thrive as you get older. Uh, and that, you know, obviously continuing to learn and read and, and interact with other human beings, <clears> is <throat> it's huge, it's undeniably huge. And it's the most simple, often overlooked thing. Because um, I know even my own experience, like, basically locked in my house for a long time, not just because I was sick, just because I couldn't really get out. Um, and so if I were to go to a store, like, and no matter how sick I was feeling, like talking to somebody, because I love human beings, like, it would brighten me up. And so like going back home, I was like, I have like the little like almost like a hit of like dopamine because I was able to get a connection with um Judy at the register, like feeling good. Mm-hmm. And then she was like some 70 year old late. It didn't matter. Yeah. Um I think it's just it's just especially with brain health, it's they often overlook simple things because everybody's looking for the next pill, everybody wants the you know, the next, you know, basically quick hack. Um you know, YouTube basically already do, you know, the basics. So like, there's always going to be that, how can I get to that next, you know, 1%, how can I get to the next 2%? Um, but like the foundations are everything you, you can't, you want to put in, everybody wants to put in a basketball hoop and in an in-ground pool before their foundation is up and the home <laughs> down. they're like, dang dude, but how am I going to watch TV? Like, it doesn't matter. Like, dude, your house just <laughs> blew away. You're not watching TV. Like you have to build a foundation before anything happens because otherwise it's going to blow down. Even like yeah. doing this podcast is probably good. You know yeah, what I mean? dude, because you can yeah. connect with people all around the world within the yeah, click I mean, of a button. That's all yeah. it is, and I think any anybody and anybody can start it. Like, okay, I'm gonna start, you know, my my monster truck, Hot Wheels podcast. Like, awesome. Like, who am I gonna connect with? I'm gonna connect yeah. with yeah. freaking. It doesn't matter. Like, it's just crazy. You can do. Um, but then again, it's just it's ultimately up to the individual to be like, I need to go out and seek what it is that I want and I desire, and I'm gonna go get it.
1: Yeah, <clears throat> dude. <clears throat> Excuse me, it's it's wild how, you know, in in, in talking to you, how similar the process for improving brain health is for improving bodily health and like your, your ability to move your body versus your ability to function at a high level from with your brain and like in in having this conversation, there were a few times where I was like, oh, wow, that's surprising. Like, it's very similar. And then you think about it a little more. You're like, it shouldn't be surprising. Like, that's <laughs> like that's how it should be. All these things are really good for you. And a lot of them are good for your body because they're good for your brain, because they're good for your gut. They're good for your brain because they're good for your body. Like, everything is connected. So this one love this conversation incredibly valuable for me and i think for a lot of people who are listening and also i hope i don't know about you travis but i hope for the listeners as well this took a lot of the i don't know if i want to call it like guilt or anxiety hi Mika, our our husky is talking um she wants to be on the pod dude um it took a lot of that like guilt and anxiety that i've had from like not having always been very nice to my brain. Yeah. Um, knowing that like I am by taking care of my body, I am taking care of my brain. I am doing the right things just because I'm not doing the freaking Sudoku and crossword puzzle doesn't mean that I'm not doing things that are good for my brain. I eat well, I train, I move my body. I have a strong routine. I'm always well hydrated. Like I take my supplementation. Um, I get my morning movement. My sleep and circadian rhythm is strong. Like, and if I'm doing those things, then I, I I feel a lot better. So I, I appreciate the uh, uh, the the help in me overcoming some of that guilt and anxiety that I've had.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, trust me, dude. You're never too late to start. I mean, I yeah. think that's the, that's the biggest thing. Like, you're never too down. And like I said I, I can hopefully be that example to be like, you know, okay, your brain was really bad, and you know, bouncing back. So like, don't beat yourself up thinking like, okay, man, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be the youngest dude in a nursing home. I can't
1: wait. <laughs> Yeah, dude. Yeah. yeah. The thought has definitely crossed my mind. And I know like, there's also some, um, you know, my, my grandfather died from dementia. And so I know like, that's always in the back of my head too. And I'm like, great. Mm-hmm. I did drugs. I hit my head. Like I did a whole bunch of shit. And mm-hmm. you know, it, it it feels a lot better to know that we are doing the right thing. So I appreciate you sharing your story and sharing your knowledge with us. It was definitely helpful. <laughs> of course. <man. laughs> of okay. course. Yeah. Um, now I, I know like, obviously we're tight. Um, I know Travis is gonna want to follow you and learn more from you. Our our listeners are too. So um before you take off, man, why don't you give yourself the plug? I, I'm sure a lot of people are gonna have questions. Where can we find you and what do you have going on?
0: Yeah, at Neurofit Nick, N-E-U-R-O-F-I-T-N-I-C-K. Yeah, I said that messages are always open, always down to connect and always down to answer whatever it is I can help with. Um, I mean, definitely I said I'm I'm back, I'm alive. Um, I'm back to training clients and like it life has just never felt so refreshing and feel I feel like I've just been in prison and I'm out. Um, And so I am actually working on a foundation as well called uh, concussion courage uh, foundation to really just talk about the impact of second impact syndrome, especially with even thinking about my 14 year old, like the game football has definitely gotten a lot better, but still there's still, you know, so much information of like just how coaches can learn, how players can learn just Learn from my mistake so that you guys don't have to make it because, you know, I said, dude, you only get one brain, you only get one body and people treat it like it's a a freaking, it's refundable. They can go back and buy a new one, but you can't. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I think that's the biggest, biggest takeaway of like,
1: it doesn't matter where you're at, you can always rebound and rebuild. I love that. Well, y'all to the listeners, I highly recommend you go to give Nick a follow. His Instagram and TikTok is loaded with like really helpful information like this. That's super easy to digest. So um, make sure you check Nick out. Nick, thank you again, man, for coming on. It's been an absolute pleasure. And to the listeners, thank you again for tuning in to another episode. We will see y'all next week.